What's up? Can a low come up in your crib? Man, fuck you. I see you at work. Oh, nigga, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, nigga. Maybe if you got rid of that old yee-yee-ass haircut you got, you'd get some bitches on your dick. Oh, better yet, maybe Tanisha will call your dog ass if she ever stop fucking with that brain surgeon the lawyer she fucking with. Nigga. What? Oh, this motherfucker. Ooh, honey. <laughs> I am having a very bad day. Man, who gives a fuck? You know, it's a new week. The world is still on fire. Who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. Who gives a fuck about Belle Delphine fetishizing rape? Who gives a fuck about that? Nobody cares. Hey, Mary J. Blige, nobody gives a fuck about your banging body at the age of 50. Who gives a fuck about that? We ain't got time for that shit, bro. Like, bruv, who gives a fuck? Who? Who gives a fuck? Huh? Who gives a fuck? You feel me, bruv? Benjamin Netanyahu is still wilding in Israel. Case 1000, case 2000, case 4000. He was out there receiving bribes and gifts, champagne, watches, money, trips. Right? But fam, who gives a fuck? Huh? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Israelis are still fucking building their homes in the West Bank. You know? The fucking Palestinians are out there going, Hey, yo, bruv, please cut the bullshit. But who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? You know? Who gaff? <laughs> That's the name of this fucking episode. Who gaffs? You feel me? Who gaffs? Who gives a fuck? Gaff. Gaff. Give a fuck. Somebody please gaff. But who gives a fuck? You know? Who gaff? It is what it is, bruv. We live in a crazy time. The world is still burning. Who gives a fuck about James Harden wanting to leave the fucking Rockets after LeBron? 36-year-old LeBron. You're 18, LeBron. After LeBron hit them with that fucking no-look dagger. Who gives a fuck? Huh? Who gives a fuck? James Harden wants to leave John Wall. In Houston, Dolo, by himself. After nine games, bruv? After nine games, you want to leave? Who gives a fuck? You know? Who gives a fuck? I want to talk about some aesthetics. James Harden definitely had a pregame meal, averaging 17 points per game over hey, the man, last four. Um, James Harden definitely had a pregame meal. Chill at four. Chill um, Which is not good enough. Chemistry, talent-wise, just everything, and it was clear. Um, like I said, these last few games, um, and just you know, from, the, from the beginning of the game, it was just aggressive. Uh, bet, veteran team, obviously, uh, championship team, and um, you know one of the best teams that we have in this league. Um, you know, I love this city. Um, I literally 
you know, done everything that I can. Um, you know, I mean, this situation is, is, is crazy. You know, it's something that I don't think can be fixed. So, um, yeah, thanks. And uh, we can't drill it down on it because it's only been nine games. Like, come on, man. You want to jump off the cliff off of nine games? There's a lot of basketball still we play. Uh, I think it's been a little rocky. Can't lie about that. I mean, I don't think it's been the best it could be, to be honest. That's all I really can say. It's a lot of talent on this team. You can score the basketball. It's about can you defend. Like, look at that. Like, we we look like an AU team today. They just one person from Maryland, one person from North Carolina, one person from South Carolina, one person from L.A., and we just meet up every, every weekend and just go play basketball. That's what we look like in a couple games this season, just to be honest. And you're never going to win like that. Who gaff? Huh? Who gaff? Bruv, who gaff? James Harden, stop consuming cheeseburgers with fries dipped in mayo and fucking tomato sauce. There's corn in that bitch. Corn is everywhere, bruv. Corn is everywhere. We are basically cows. Legit, bruv. Right? We are basically fucking cows. The fucking food supply is filled to the fucking brim with corn. But who gaff? You know? Who gaff? Monsanto seeds everywhere. Who gaff? Nobody gives a fuck. Right? Nobody gaffs. <laughs> Legit, bruv. Nobody gives a fuck. Okay? Bruv, the world is getting crazier by the day. But who gaff? Let's just be honest, bruv. I mean, fam, yo, yo, who gives a fuck about Lana Del Rey's new album? Huh? Who gaff? Who gaff? Bruv, yo, who gaff? Who gaff? Let's just be honest. Bruv, yo, who gives a fuck that Lana Del Rey's new album cover has no black women on it? Bruv, yo, listen, listen. I don't give a fuck about Lana Del Rey, nor do I give a fuck about her music, okay? I used to like her music, but now not so much. I don't gaff, okay? I don't. I don't. Oh, Lana Del Rey's new album cover is disturbing. It has no people of color on it. It has no walks, a.k.a. women of color. No parks, no walks, but Jesus walks. Ah, chicken pox, small pox, money talks and bullshit walks. Who gaff? Bruv, I don't give a fuck. Okay? I don't give a fuck about Lana Del Rey's new album. Nor do I give a fuck about Lana Del Rey's new album cover. I don't care. Okay? I don't care. Bruv, I saw the album cover. I saw it. Right? The fucking artwork depicts a group of women, including Lana Del Rey, sitting around what appears to be a table. Okay? It is a table. A round table. Black women don't have a seat at the table. Right? They're out there having lunch, brunch, or fucking dinner. Who knows? You know? Who the fuck knows? Right? Were they chilling at a diner? Were they chilling at somebody's crib? I don't know. Okay? 
Maybe they were chilling at the fucking country club because the name of the album is Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Chemtrails, you know? Prof, yo, fam, who gives a fuck about Lana Del Rey's new album, Chemtrails Over the Fucking Country Club? I don't care about Chemtrails. What the fuck is this? X Videos, Pornhub, X Hamster. Who gives a fuck? Family Pies. Brazzers, <laughs> fake taxi. Who gives a fuck, bruv? Why do I know so many no-no things? I'm a child of the internet. I know everything. Jesus, bruv. The fuck come trails over the country club. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? You know. My fucking nose is blocked, right? My fucking nose is blocked, but I know that you don't give a fuck, right? You are here for the jokes. You feel me? You don't give a fuck if I'm dying or not. COVID-19. COVID-19 can fucking block up your nostrils, bruv. Next thing you know, you can't smell shit, right? All of a sudden, your olfactory sensory neurons are jammed up, (laughs) right? Suddenly you are handicapped in the nose. You are disabled in the nose. It is what it is. Your fucking nose becomes a whole special child. Right? Short yellow bus. Do what you gotta do, bruv. Next thing you know, COVID-19 is moonwalking in your system. <laughs> and then you wake up one day and COVID-19, that little spiky motherfucker, is now chilling in your brain, dancing in your brain, chilling in your fucking blood-brain barrier. Moonwalking in that bitch. Next thing you know, your fucking brain gets inflamed. Right? <laughs> right? Then you start going crazy. Right? You start going crazy. <laughs> right? That's how life works. That's how COVID-19 works. But bruv, who gives a fuck about that? Who gaff? Huh? Who gaff? Bruv, yo, did y'all see that? This fucking mutation that we got in South Africa uh, is mutating as well. So, bruv, our COVID-19 mutation is mutating. Think about that. Okay? <laughs> we are fucked. Legit, bruv, fam, this new South African variant of COVID-19... Is called B1351. Right? So, bruv, listen. B1351 is now mutating. Yeah. It's now mutating. Right? And it is now called E484K. So, bruv, our COVID-19 mutation is mutating into something else. Hmm? Word is, this fucking new mutation has changed the shape of the virus's spike protein. Which the virus uses to attach itself to human cells. Right? Our mutation is mutating. Bruv, we are fucked. Okay? Word is, word is, E484K. 
may make the existing COVID-19 vaccines less effective. Bruv, we are fucked. Okay, bruv? Buckle the fuck up. Buckle the fuck up! Legit, bruv, because this shit is spreading fast. Motherfuckers are coughing all day, every day, but who gives a fuck? Right? Just dump their bodies in a fucking hole. It is what it is. Let's get back to basics, bruv. Let's get back to basics. E4, 84K is here, bruv. Let's get back to basics. Right? Funerals are basically illegal now. Everything is illegal. Just, just living is illegal in South Africa now. So might as well die. Might as well catch E484K. It is what it is. It is what it is. Right? Might as well, bruv. Let's get back to basics. Let's just dump these motherfuckers in a fucking hole. It is what it is. Just dig one big hole and dump these motherfuckers in there. Legit. Right? Let's stop moving like the fucking Ottoman Empire. The fucking Turks. Right? Bruv, yo, fam. The Turks killed around 1.5 million Armenians back in 1915. World War I. 1.5 million Armenians. The Armenian Genocide. A.K.A. the Armenian Holocaust. It's a real thing. Google it. Teach yourself. Learn something. Do better. Right? Give a fuck. Legit, bruv. Give a fuck, gaff. Right? In 1915, the fucking Ottoman Empire slaughtered the Armenian people. And, bruv, some of those people got thrown in a hole. Yeah. Legit, bruv. A bottomless pit. The abyss. A fucking void. Right? A crevice. They got dumped in a hole by the shitload, bruv. A lot of people died in 1915. A lot of people died. Right? So, fam, listen. We should stop moving like the Ottoman Empire, bruv. Our government already has 1.5 million graves ready to go. <laughs> Might as well use them. Might as well use them, bruv. Because COVID-19 is going to kill a lot of people. COVID-19 is out here moving like the Turks. Right? And of course, Turkey is out there denying the whole thing. We didn't do it, though. We didn't do it. Right? They're out there denying everything, bruv. Right? And then what's going to happen? Hmm? Mesut Ozil is going to go play for fucking Fernabache. Right? It is what it is. That's how it goes. That's how life rolls. Oh, we didn't kill the people in 1915. Yes, you did. Right? And then Mesut Ozil signs for a fucking Turkish team. It is what it is. Right? Yo, bruv, yo, Mesut Ozil fucks with fucking Erdogan, bruv. Erdogan was at Mesut Ozil's fucking wedding. A fucking year ago or some shit. Right? Maybe two years back now. It's crazy, bruv. But it is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is, bruv. You know what I mean? You know, I wish Mesut Ozil all the best, bruv. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm a Guna for life. It is what it is. North London, fam. North London. But I digress. Yeah? Who gives a fuck about Lana Del Rey's album cover? 
Let's just be honest, guys. Let's just keep it a buck. You know, I don't really give a fuck about that shit. Right? And, bruv, yo, who's going to listen to that shit? Who's going to listen to Come Trails over the country club? Come Trails? I mean, bruv, really? That's the name of your fucking album? Huh? Cam Trails over the fucking country club? Come Trails? Bruv, listen. Listen. I don't want to listen to an album called Come Trails over the country club. Fuck I look like. Bruv, I'm not Jeffree Star. Okay? I'm not Jeffree Star. And listen, bruv, I fuck with the LGBTQI community, bruv. I gotta say that. Right? Because these days, oh, whoa. You say one wrong thing, motherfuckers, you know? They take that shit to heart. Next thing you know, you are canceled. Right? So I gotta hit you motherfuckers with a fucking trigger warning. I gotta hit you motherfuckers with a fucking disclaimer. It is what it is. Right? It's about to get rough. Legit. I say a lot of shit about everybody. Everybody can get it. Right? I fuck with the LGBTQI community, bro. But I am not Jeffree Star. So I'm not about to listen to an album called Come Trails Over the Fucking Country Club. And listen, bruv, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Black queens never get invited to country clubs. Let's just be honest, bruv. You know? Like, bruv, country clubs, like, yo, fam, that's a white thing. Right? That's a white thing, bruv. So, yeah. You know? Lana Del Rey's new album cover for a new album, Cam Trails Over the Country Club, is accurate. Right? It's fucking accurate. It's a, it's a bunch of white women, right, chilling around a table. You know? It's all good. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who gaff? You know? I don't give a fuck. Right? And Lana Del Rey was out there writing fucking soliloquies about her black friends. You know? Oh. I have friends who are rappers. I have rappers who are friends. I I have boyfriends who are rappers and rappers who are boyfriends. My my exes who are rappers and my current boyfriend is a rapper. Uh I, I'm not racist. I love rappers. How can I be racist when I love rappers? <laughs> so, bro, in her head, in her head, being a rapper is synonymous with blackness, right? And listen, bro, she's not wrong, right? But that shit is racist because not every black person is a rapper. You feel me, bro? And so, like, you know, like, she, well, she, she thinks that by saying that she has rapper friends, Black people are just going to go, oh, yeah, okay, cool, she's cool, right, she's good, she's cool, let her chill, right? Give her a fucking hood pass, it is what it is, she gets it, right? She's surrounded by a plethora of rappers, a horde of rappers, right? She's been digged down by rappers, that pussy belongs to rappers, Bruv, who gives a fuck? Huh? Who gives a fuck about Lana Del Rey? You feel me, bruv? She had a spark when she started, but now she's just garbage. Right? Bruv, yo, when Lana Del Rey came out, to be honest with you, bruv, I thought that Lana Del Rey was gonna give Adele a tough time. That's what I thought. Right? Boy, was I wrong. 
You know? <laughs> Boy, was I fucking wrong. But who gives a fuck? You know? Who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. Bruv, who gives a fuck about Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan? You know? Ah, uh, yo, bruv, yo, I see y'all out there praising Lori Harvey for fucking half of the fucking game, for fucking half of Hollywood, right? I see you guys out there praising her. Oh, my leadership! My leadership! Lori Harvey's leadership! She gets it! Oh, my God! She's out there fucking the cream of the crop. You know? Come trails over the country club. You feel me? Come trails over the fucking country club. You know? So, bruv, who gives a fuck if Lori Harvey is out there swimming in those come trails? Huh? Who gives a fuck? You feel me, bruv? And, bruv, yo, yo, dude. You know, like, well, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan taking their fucking talents to Instagram is just, just asinine. You know what I mean? It's all silly, right? They're just goofs. They're silly, bruv. Because they're going to be broken up in a few days. It is what it is. You feel me? You know, so why make it Instagram official? Why? Why? I think I know why. You know? I think I know why, right? Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan are now Instagram officials, so you know what that means, right? Wedding bells. Oh, my God. Wedding bells. <laughs> listen, bro. Listen. Once your relationship goes Instagram, it's now officially really real. Okay? Okay, bro. Listen. Pre-Instagram, your relationship doesn't exist. But post Instagram, <laughs> see what I did there? But post Instagram, your relationship is officially really real. Bruv, if your relationship is on Twitter, <laughs> it's not real, right? It's like QAnon conspiracy theories. They're not real, right? If your relationship is on Facebook, guess what? It's boring, right? It's fucking boring. If it's on Reddit... It's racist. If it's on Snapchat, it's trying too hard. Right? These are all facts. If it's on MySpace, it follows Tom. If it's on Parler, it's cancelled. If it's on WhatsApp, it's third world. Right? And also, it's trying to steal our data. <laughs> that story is just a pile of bullshit. Okay? That fucking WhatsApp story is bullshit. Listen, bro. Listen. Privacy doesn't exist on this planet. Okay? From the moment you are born, you are under surveillance. These are just all facts. So, bruv, it don't matter how fucking clandestine your movements are. It don't matter. Somebody somewhere has your data sitting on a fucking hard drive. It is what it is. Right? It don't matter how clandestine you move. It don't fucking matter. Privacy doesn't exist on this fucking planet, bruv. Somebody's watching you right now. And somebody's watching me right now. It is what it is. Right? So it don't matter whether you take your fucking bullshit-ass data to Signal or fucking Telegram. It don't matter. Right? Telegram and Signal are both businesses, just like Facebook and WhatsApp. They're businesses. 
Right? Snapchat is a business. You feel me? iMessage is a business. Right? And listen, bruv, they all do the same thing. You feel me? Right? They all have one functionality. You send messages back and forth, and those messages are fucking encrypted. It is what it is. Just keep it moving. Uh, but who gaff? You know? Who gaff? Right? Nobody gaff on this fucking planet. You feel me? But I digress. If your relationship is on WeChat, it's under surveillance. <laughs> Legit, bruv. These are all facts. Fam, listen. If your relationship is on WeChat, hey, bruv, you might disappear like Jack Ma. Okay? You might get scooped up. Legit, bruv. <laughs> These are all facts. Alibaba this, Alipay that, and group this, and group that. Listen, bruv, you'll get scooped up. You'll get scooped up. So be careful out there, bruv. If your relationship is on Clubhouse, it's a fucking secret, right? Nobody knows about it. You feel me? You need secret codes and shit to be on Clubhouse. You gotta get invites and, you know what I mean? Like it's... It's fucking convoluted, bruv. Right? Clubhouse needs a lot. Right? So, hey. Hey, bruv, hey. Why is your relationship on, uh, on Clubhouse? Huh? Why aren't you on Instagram? Hmm? Why isn't your fucking relationship Instagram official? Why is it on Clubhouse? Hmm? Why? Are you messing with um, somebody's wife? Hey, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Why is your relationship on Clubhouse? We've never seen your man. We want to see your man. We want to know your man. Right? Why is your relationship strictly on Clubhouse? What's going on? Are you fucking with somebody's husband? Hmm? Somebody's father? Huh? These chicks out here are fucking foul, bruv. They be out there hooking up with people's fathers. Right? And those niggas be out there leaving their fucking families for these bitches. It's crazy out here, bruv. It's crazy. But I fucking digress. It is what it is, bruv. If your relationship is on 4chan or 8chan, listen, bruv, your relationship stormed the fucking capital. <laughs> right? Your relationship stormed the fucking capital. It is what it is. Right? Like fucking Chuck Norris. Bruv, yo, fam. What's the fucking Texas Ranger doing? Huh? What the? Yo, bruv, what the fuck? Huh? <coughs> yo, bruv, what the fuck is wrong with Chuck Norris? What's going on with Chuck Norris? Somebody please check on Chuck Norris. Legit. Because Chuck Norris is out there wilding. Bruv, yo, Chuck Norris. Was a part of the mob that quote unquote stormed the Capitol. The mob that got escorted to the fucking Capitol. Chuck Norris was there. Right? And bruv, word is Chuck Norris has been a fucking asshole. Chuck Norris has been wildin'. We just didn't know about it. Right? He's anti gay. Like, bruv, yo, he's fucking homophobic. Right? He's a fucking Republican. He's a Trump supporter. Life is crazy, bruv. You know? Life is fucking crazy. 
the Texas Ranger. Like, bruv, you know what? We should have known. You know? Like, bruv, when Walker Texas Ranger came out, we should have known that Chuck was a, was a fucking racist asshole. We should have known. I mean, bruv, it's in the fucking name of the show. It's in the title of the show. Walker Texas Ranger. I mean, it's right there. Right there. We should have known. We should have known, bruv. Right, he's a Texas Ranger. And nine times out of ten, Texas Rangers are fucking homophobic and racist. It is what it is. That's just how it goes. He's from Texas. Right? He's from a fucking flyover state. It is what it is. We should have known. Right? We should have known. Chuck Norris is out there wilding, bruv. Somebody please check on Chuck. You know? Somebody please check on Charles. You feel me, bruv? Check on Charlie. Please. Please, because Charlie is wildin'. Chuck Norris is now Chucky. He's out there wildin'. The fuck is going on, bruv? Yo, fam, it's getting spooky. Chucky is wildin'. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Thanks. Well, he is the most recognizable of the group of people who disrupted and vandalized the U.S. Capitol. A 33-year-old Arizonan in a furry headdress, horns, and face paint. ABC 15 investigator Melissa Blasius in federal court today as the man faced a judge for the first time. Jacob Chansley, also known as Jake Angeli, made his first court appearance here in Phoenix telephonically from a detention center because he is currently in quarantine. We also learned from his mom that he has not eaten anything since Friday. He has not eaten and he needs to eat. Martha Chansley worried about her son's condition since he turned himself in to the FBI Saturday morning, a concern echoed by his public defender that 33-year-old Jacob Chansley had an extremely restrictive diet. We asked what the diet was. He gets very sick if he doesn't eat organic food, literally will get physically sick. The judge asking Chansley's lawyer to work with the U.S. Marshal Service on a detention diet as she held video and telephone first appearance hearings with inmates. Chansley was by phone and politely called the judge your honor throughout. He's a local activist and QAnon conspiracy theorist. At this point, he's facing misdemeanor charges related to being inside the U.S. Capitol illegally with a spear last Wednesday. Chansley was even pictured up on the Senate chamber's dais. Five people died, one police officer and four demonstrators, either during or after the violent clash at the Capitol. A second police officer died by suicide this weekend. Do you think he's responsible in any way for the people who died in the Capitol? Like I said, I don't have any comment. Chansley will be held in detention until at least Friday when he will have another hearing to determine whether or not he will be taken in custody to Washington, D.C. to face these charges or whether he will be released to appear on his own. I'm investigator Melissa Blasius, ABC 15, Arizona. We now return to your regular programming. <laughs> He was out there taking selfies with those fucking Trump lunatics at the Capitol, right? No mask in sight, of course. Of course, Trump supporters don't believe in face masks. They don't believe in COVID-19. Legit, bruv. 
Life is fucking crazy, fam. You know? We are officially living in the upside down. It is what it is. Right? And fam, speaking of those lunatics at the Capitol, they have uncovered, and by they, I mean journalists or the FBI, right? Because those motherfuckers who stormed, quote-unquote, the fucking Capitol are now under investigation. The FBI is looking for all of them, right? Every single person who made it into the fucking Capitol building is under investigation. Motherfuckers gonna be out there, like, you know, doing fucking 10-year bids, 20-year bids, right? Those lunatics were wilding in the fucking Senate chamber, right? And some people took fucking... Nancy Pelosi's fucking letters and pens, right? Life is just crazy, bruv. And fam, yo, word is, some of those Trump supporters made money by fucking storming the Capitol. They made money from that shit because they were live streaming it, right? On some platform called DLive, right? So they made guapi. Some niggas made like $2,000, Like, yo, fam, hey, we live in a crazy time. Everything is monetizable. Legit. Everything is a fucking business. The storming of the U.S. Capitol is now a fucking business. It's now a product. It can be sold. But I fucking digress. They have uncovered the fucking identity of that man who was dressed like a fucking gay bison. That dude with that weird headgear. With the fucking horns in it. They found that man. Right? The fucking QAnon shaman. It is what it is. Where it is. He's a 33 year old failed actor. Who lives with his mom. I mean dude. Yo fam. Yo. The FBI got all the fucking info bruv. You know. They got all the fucking info. Right? And salute to the fucking journalists. That also contributed. To this whole thing, right? To the uncovering of the man who was dressed like a bison, a gay bison, right? And this fucking guy, you know, he spouts conspiracy theories about the FBI, you know, FBI pedophile codes, right? And word is he roams the fucking streets dressed in his bizarre horned outfit, right? This fucking guy is a lunatic. His name. Is Jacob and Jelly Chansley. Bruv, Jake Chansley is a wild boy. And he's wanted by the fucking DC police for his part in the storming of the Capitol building last week Wednesday. Was it last week Wednesday? Damn, time just moves fast. No, it wasn't last week Wednesday. It was two weeks back. Damn. Damn, bruv. That's what? That's... That's what, two Wednesdays ago, right? Damn. Life is crazy, bruv. But I fucking digress. You know? I fucking digress. You feel me? Word is, this fucking guy, you know, got booted out of his $900 a month apartment in Phoenix, Arizona. Because he owes around $1,247, right? In rent. This fucking guy now lives home, right? He drives a fucking Hyundai. And his fucking car is plastered with conspiracy theories, right? Conspiracy theory slogans. And has a bumper sticker that reads woke 
right? But the fucking O in woke is a Q, you know? Q for QAnon. Bruv, yo, life is just fucking wild, bruv. And where it is, this fucking guy was a member of the math club back in high school, right? So he's a fucking bright young dude. But, you know, something happened between high school and now. Like, he, a lot happened. Right, because he's got weird tattoos and fucking crazy piercings and shit. Yo, bruv, you know, the internet is is wild. You know, there's a lot of good on the internet. You know, for example, this fucking podcast. And there's a lot of bad on the internet. QAnon, you feel me? Bruv, a lot of people are brainwashed. Like, it's crazy how Jake Chansley, right, is... Basically a mathlete, right? But movements like QAnon still managed to brainwash him. Like, evidently, Jake Chansley is super intelligent. Like, he's bright, right? But QAnon just got him. Like, how did that happen? How does that happen? You know, that shit is interesting, bro. Like, it's crazy how intelligent people, you know, get roped into these weird fucking movements. You know, these weird groups. Like, how does that happen? You know? That shit is a fucking contradiction because evidently these people have high IQs, right? And, bruv, when you have a high IQ, you you are above Certain things, right? Or you are supposed to be above certain things. You are supposed to look down on certain, you know, things like, like QAnon, for example. Like, how does one, how does an intelligent person end up being a member of QAnon? Or end up believing in QAnon? Like, how does that happen? Right? Evidently, intelligence has a lot of flaws. You know, intelligence is not everything, I guess. You feel me? Evidently, people have, you know, uh, beliefs, right? So I guess, I guess that um, intelligence and belief don't really mix, right? You can be one of the most intelligent people in the world, but, you know, believe in weird shit. I mean, let's be honest. Jeffrey Epstein was intelligent, right? He was fucking intelligent. But he believed in some fucked up shit. So evidently, there's this, you know, divergence between belief and intelligence. It's very weird, you know? And then, you know, of course, there are people whom their intelligence and belief system uh, are basically one right people like myself you feel me like i'm intelligent and i also believe in you know fly shit (laughs) right i believe in human rights i believe that gay people deserve um to get married gay people should you know exist right I believe that. I believe that um, women should get paid, 
right? Like men, I believe all of that shit. I believe in that, you know? I'm not a feminist, but I, I believe in progressive shit, right? So my intelligence evidently is intertwined with my belief system. And there are people out there where um, their fucking belief system and their intelligence just don't mix. They fucking repel, right? It's crazy, bruv. We live in a crazy fucking time. So they found the guy in the bison outfit. You know? Wow. Wow. What a time to be alive, bruv. You know? I, I really I, I really don't know, man. You feel me? I really don't fucking know. Right? And talking about weird shit. I read a story on the New York Times last week that motherfuckers are out there donating sperm at 8,000 miles per hour. Okay? There's now a fucking sperm donor black market. Right? And motherfuckers be out there fathering 40, 50, 60 kids. And those motherfuckers, right? Those donors, they call them sperm kings. (laughs) Bro, imagine being a sperm king. That shit is fucking wild. Bruv, imagine Game of Thrones centered around sperm. Right? Imagine Game of Thrones being all about sperm. Fighting over the fucking sperm throne. Right? Like, dude, fam. Yo, America, man. Yo, what's going on in America, fam? What the fuck is going on over there, bruv? Honestly, like, like, just be honest with us. You know, like fam, yo, dude, how, how did we get here as a people, right? So bruv, those fucking sperm kings are out there meeting with the women that will be taking their fucking sperms, right? So they know where their sperm is going and the women that are receiving the sperm know the fucking donor personally. So, bruv, gone are the days, right, of fucking sperm donor secrecy. Uh, Those fucking days are gone, right? Sperm donor privacy. Those fucking days are gone. Nowadays, bruv, yo, yo, sperm donors, right, meet the women they're donating to. And they chill with them. And they actually get to meet their fucking kids. Like, bruv, America, yo, dude, how did we get here? You know? And some of these fucking sperm kings have around 50 kids. Like in one city. I mean, bro, y'all, imagine having 50 kids in one city. That's going to end well. You know? That's right. That's going to end well, right? Bro, what's going on? What the fuck? Dude, I really don't know, man. You know, we are at world's end. You know, the jib, bruv, the jib, and bruv, where it is, some well-known sperm donors, right, can also become territorial, claiming certain geographic regions and ousting new men who try donating to women in those areas. And bruv, y'all fam, these people, they run Facebook, right? 
Two of the biggest sperm donor Facebook groups, Sperm Donation USA and USA Sperm Donation, are in a cold war with each other, bruv. Yo, fam, imagine being involved in a sperm beef. Like, dude, hey, brah, the world is fucked up. Imagine being involved in a sperm beef. <laughs> brah, fam, fam. Imagine having to keep your fucking head on a swivel because you are involved in a sperm beef. Like, bruh, the fuck, yo. Imagine being scared that motherfuckers could pull up on you at any moment, any time. Drive-by style because you are involved in a sperm beef. Bruv, what's beef? Huh? What's beef? Beef is when you can't jerk off in peace. Beef is when you can't donate your sperm to the people you want to donate your sperm to. That's beef. Bro, what's beef, bro? Life is just wild. What's going on, bruv? You know? What the fuck is going on, bruv? Motherfuckers are out there beefing over donating sperm. Like... Dude, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I really, I really don't fucking know. Okay? And bruv, listen. There are now sperm donor influencers. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Sperm donor influencers. Bruv, what's going on, fam? You know? Like, fam, we are living in one of the craziest times of all time. Legit. Legit, bruv, like, dude, yo, huh? Nostradamus was fucking right. You know? He was fucking right. And fam, every single day I ask myself this one question, like, bruv, why do I know all of these things? You know? Like, bruv, why do I love reading? Why do I love information? Hmm? Why do I love knowing shit? I love knowledge. Why? Am I a fucking sapiosexual? Huh? Am I a fucking sapiosexual, bruv? The fuck? Wait, like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? Like, am I... Am I fucking transforming into a fucking bad bitch, bruv? Huh? Am I a fucking sapiosexual? Hmm? Am I a fucking Instagram model now? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm a fucking sapiosexual. I'm attracted to brains. I'm attracted to intelligence. I'm attracted to knowledge. <laughs> I was taught that knowledge is power. I'm just trying to empower myself, right? Right? There's no harm in that, right? Right? Please say yes. Please say yes. <laughs> but I digress. Bruv, yo, evidently, there's influencers for everything and anything on this planet. Bruv, imagine being a sperm donor influencer. I mean, what are we doing here? You know? And fam, one of the biggest sperm donor influencers, a woman, I don't have her name here, right? She has a TikTok account that's devoted to teaching people how to conceive a child through a private sperm donation, how to track ovulation, and how to talk to sperm donors. And the TikTok fucking account has over 91,000 followers. And she and her wife, well, she's lesbian, are currently pregnant with their second child. 
right? Wait for it. Wait for it. Second child by the same donor. Okay? Okay? By the fucking same donor. Life is crazy, bro. <laughs> Life is fucking crazy. And one of the most famous sperm donors is a guy by the name of Ari Nagel. Or Nagel. Right? This fucking guy has been going direct to consumer for over a decade. Where it is, uh, he's a fucking charming professor from New York City. Right? And he gives his sperm quite freely. And he has a handful of paternity suits to show for it. Yeah. Life is crazy, bruv. Life is just fucking wild. And listen, this Arena Gale dude is a wild dude. He's out there jerking off at a thousand miles per hour, bruv. Where it is, right this second. He's currently in Zimbabwe. Like, bruv, yo, Zimbabwe is right around the corner. He might as well pull up to South Africa, right? Hey, Arena Gale, come fucking jerk off in South Africa. Come jerk off in South A. Ah. You know? Legit, bruv. And after Zimbabwe, right, when he leaves Zimbabwe, he's heading straight to Nigeria. Yeah. 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 You know, after the party comes a fucking after party. You know? When he leaves Zimbabwe, he is headed to Nigeria, bruv. Arina Gale said that he had 15 women pregnant across the United States at the moment. Yeah. This fucking guy has 15 women pregnant in the USA. USA. Right the second, bro. Like, fam, hey. Well, why do I know this fucking information? You know? I read too much, bro. Legit. I read too much. You feel me, bro? Like, I don't know, man. You know? Life is just fucking wild. Motherfuckers are out there jerking off all over the place. Niggas are out there dressing like fucking gay bisons. Right? Benjamin Netanyahu is wilding in fucking Tel Aviv. I mean, bruv, yo, fam. This fucking guy ordered his government to expand Jewish settlements in the West Bank. I mean, why? Why? You know? Like, dude, how about just leave the West Bank alone? You feel me, bruv? Like, like, just let go, bruv. Like, what's going on, fam? Just let go. You know, like, just, just, just let go, bruv. You know? Just let go. You feel me? Bruv, the model of the story is, okay, if your relationship is on signal, it has Tesla stock and no MBA. Bruv, your relationship has to be on Instagram in order for it to be real. Okay? And fam, with that said, I have a message for our beloved Lori Harvey. Hey, queen. Girl, you have done it again. Constantly raising the bar for us all and doing it flawlessly. I'd say I'm surprised, but I know who you are. I've seen it up close and personal. Girl, you make me so proud, and I love you. Stop right there! Stop! No, 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 no,
the crickets are fucking wilding tonight. Can y'all hear that shit? Wow. That's crazy, bruv. But it is what it is. Plus, I've got the ghost of Azalea Banks' cat just roaming around my fucking room. Wilding. This fucking cat is just crazy, bruv. Hey, hey, relax. Calm down. Hey, kitty. Hey, kitty, come here. Come here. Relax. So, James Harden is going to be joining the Brooklyn Nets. He basically forced his way out of Houston. That shit was foul, man. You know? Like, listen, bruv. Yo, what James Harden did in Houston is is legendary, right? Like, he did a lot for the Rockets. He did a lot. But I don't like the way that he's leaving the Rockets. You feel me? It's all very, uh, you know, uncouth. You know, it's so declasse. It's, it's not classy at all. But it is what it is. Um, Listen, bruv, I think the Nets have a big Kyrie Irving problem. And um, I believe that their problems are only going to get worse with James Harden joining the Nets. Um, because I-, I don't see Kyrie Irving accepting James Harden. You know? Kyrie is already wilding. You feel me? So, listen, bruv, hey, congratulations to the Rockets. <laughs> Legit. Because they won this fucking trade. Bruv, yo, fam, the Rockets traded James Harden for the NBA. Okay? Because they are getting a lot. From this fucking trade. Legit bruv. Just listen to this shit. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets are only getting James Harden. And the Rockets are getting Victor Oladipo. That's a win. Exum. Corux. Three Brooklyn Nets first round picks. One Milwaukee first round pick. Four Brooklyn Nets first round swaps. And then the Pacers are getting Karis Lavert, Which is a win. Right. And they're also getting a second rounder. And then the Cavs are getting Jared Allen. And Torian Prince. Bruv, the fucking Rockets won this shit. Just listen to this fact, okay? By the time the Brooklyn Nets pay off their draft debt to Houston, Kevin Durant will be 39 years old. (laughs) James Harden will be 38. Kyrie Irving will be 35. Bruv, if they don't win at least one title between now and then... This will almost certainly go down as a spectacular failure. Legit, bruv. So the pressure is on the Brooklyn Nets. They have to win ASAP. Today. Not tomorrow, no. They have to win today. And listen, bruv. I don't think that shit is going to happen. Honestly, bruv. I honestly don't know how James Harden and Kyrie Irving are going to gel. It's going to be horrible because they are both ball hogs, you know? So, inshallah, I wish them all the fucking best, bruv.
the world is just going crazy, man. You know? So James Harden is officially going to the Nets. Wow. What a time to be alive. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. Honestly. Fam, I keep on seeing these billboards that have the words Vision 2030 on them. What's that about? What's Vision 2030 about? Hmm? Like, bruv, aren't you all tired of having these grandiose visions for your future? Like, aren't you all tired of having these grandiose plans for your future? How about just flow? Be like water. Legit, bruv. Just fucking go with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. You know, motherfuckers be out there over planning their future. You motherfuckers be out there overcooking your future, bruv. Back in 2010, motherfuckers were out there talking about Vision 2020. Motherfuckers were out there telling us about their plans for 2020. And bruv, we all know what happened to those plans. Right? We all know what happened in 2020, bruv. None of your plans popped off. You know? None of your fucking plans took off. Right? Because the fucking pandemic. Right? Because the pandemic. The damic. You know? Stop having these crazy plans for your future. Just fucking live. You know, bruv, just live. Stop stressing, stop walling, just fucking live. Be like Azalea Banks, you know? Just live, just flow. Right? Drink whatever. Right? Chill with whoever. And eat whatever. I mean, bruv, Azalea Banks is out there cooking her cat on Instagram. For shits and giggles. Right? Have fun. Be like these fucking dogs outside. They be barking. Bruv, what time is it? It's 1.42 a.m. Okay? I'm recording this in the fucking wee hours of the morning. On a random day. You feel me? Be like these fucking wild dogs. That be barking. You know, at 1 a.m. Move like them. Just flow, bruv. These dogs just flow. They don't give a fuck. They just flow. Be like water. Be like air. Right? Cook your fucking dog. Cook your fucking cat. Do the right thing, bruv. Legit. Fam, Azalea Banks dug out her fucking cat from its grave. Yeah, yeah, for fun, for fun, bruv, she fucking exhumed her cat, right, and then she fucking cooked it for shits and giggles, right, she had cat soup, for fun, be like Azalea, bruv, right, stop playing with fucking voodoo dolls, do the right thing, bewitch somebody or something, do something with your life, just Flow. Flow. Stop trying too hard. Oh, Vision 2030. Oh, I got this grand vision that by 2030, cars are going to be flying. You know? That's always the fucking vision. Why is that always the vision? 
flying cars. Like, dude, hey fam, let's just be honest. Flying cars are not practical. Okay? They're not. I mean, bruv, motherfuckers are crashing down here already. Imagine what would happen if those same motherfuckers were flying. Imagine those same dumb fucks crashing in the sky. You know? Flying cars are stupid. Let's just be honest, bruv. Flying cars are just, just a stupid idea. Horrible idea, bruv. Legit. It's your bruv, like, yo, how about just fucking, just, just chill, you know? Remain on the ground, remain grounded, right? Be one with the fucking floor, be one with gravity. Stop trying too hard, just flow, you know? Be like fucking Kyrie Irving, you feel me, right? Attend your sister's birthday party with no face mask. Right? She's a fucking jolly good fellow. Have fun. Do the right thing. Right? Attend Zoom meetings. For fun. While your fucking team is playing. Why? Because you don't feel like playing. You feel like being on Zoom. Right? Flow. Kyrie Irving just flows. Bruv, they ask Kyrie Irving. Hey, bruv. Why um, aren't you playing today? And he, and he was like, hey, listen, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like playing. You know, I don't feel like playing. Jay, be like Kyrie, bruv. Just fucking flow. Stop trying too hard. You know, but I'm pretty sure you are listening to this shit. Just rolling your fucking eyes because you don't give a fuck. Right? You don't gaff. Right to the House. Motion is adopted without objection. The motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. That is it. That is the historic moment when the House of Representatives voted uh, to uh, impeach Donald J. Trump, uh, Donald John Trump, for the uh, second time. Uh, the falling of the gavel uh, is the moment at which a House resolution uh, is passed. That now goes to the Senate, uh, and the Senate will have to arrange uh, for a trial by senators uh, on uh, charges of, uh, uh, of high crimes and misdemeanors uh, of uh, Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, I think we can probably look at the scoreboard again. What we can see is that uh, 10 Republicans voted with the Democrats to impeach uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I think there were, there were three or four abstainers, which may also be people who uh, felt that they couldn't vote against uh, impeachment but didn't want uh, to uh, go all the way. Uh, it would be possible or would have been possible uh, for the Senate to expedite the trial and to uh, come back early tomorrow and uh, start with that business. But uh, Mitch McConnell 
uh, who currently uh, is the majority leader, uh, failed to reach agreement with the uh, Democratic minority leader, uh, Charles Schumer, on that. So uh, the Senate will be back on the 19th. That's next Tuesday. That's the day before uh, the uh, inauguration. But it's unlikely, I think, uh, that they'll get straight down uh, to the trial, particularly since a number of Republicans have said uh, that uh, things are moving rather too quickly. There we have it, the final score there. Uh, yay to impeachment, 232 representatives, nay, 197. Uh, and of uh, those 232, 10 of them uh, were uh, Republican uh, representatives. It is an art, isn't it, to, to coaching superstars? Grant, you've been a superstar. You've kind of fulfilled different roles in your career, but there is an art to that. LeBron James. They're cutting up now. They're cutting up now. They're having too much fun now. They're cutting up now. No, man. You can't, you can't embarrass me like that. Stop it. Wow. G Hill, did you see that, G? Make. Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. He went, he went, uh, he went hibachi on him. <laughs> oh, nice finish there on the other end for John Wall. That was like Gilbert Arenas right there. Shoot the three and turn and look at his bench. That's the kind of night, B. Haywood, that LeBron James and a double and a pump fake before that. Come on, man. That's disrespectful right there. But that's fun too. It's fun if you're if you're it's fun if you're on the Lakers side and you gotta understand you gotta bring your own energy. It's a nice take by John. You gotta bring your own energy and get the bench involved. But if you're Houston and you see that. That's got to be the rallying cry that brings you back into this game. You got to have the pride, like, listen, okay, I know you guys are beating me, but now you're trying to embarrass me. Now, we got to ratchet it up and show that we're, that we're not going to let these guys embarrass us out there. Well, this should be interesting the rest of the way as LeBron is just absolutely scorching the Rockets and doing it in many ways. He got Sterling Brown on his hip, blows right by him in an and one opportunity. And that's what I like, B.A. I mean, obviously, you have to mix it up when you're in the post. But LeBron at, at 6'8", 260, I love him getting that ball in the post and mid-post and attacking, getting into the paint. You cannot guard him when he does that. He hits that, that fadeaway, which is an incredibly difficult shot. But when he has attack and gets in that paint, he's going to get to the line and, of course, a strong possibility for a three-point play. Totally Let me agree. throw this at you guys as well. LeBron, it doesn't seem like, at least with his current makeup of this roster, it doesn't seem like he's going to have to carry the biggest burden anymore. He's still going to carry a huge burden, but there are nights when he's not going to have to, and it feels like this is a much more rounded team with a much better bench in the Lakers, and the world champions got even better by the way they put this team together around LeBron this past offseason. Got a timeout on the floor. Hold that thought. All Lakers and LeBron James tonight. He scored the last seven. He's just having fun with Houston right now. <laughs> Big cloud. Corner three. Big He's got up. 17 that's, points. That's how we did it in the summer at Carmichael. Stop playing. Stop <laughs> playing. We didn't even allow you guys in the gym. 
So let's just talk. James Harden uh, wanted out of Houston. He's out of Houston. Now he's in Brooklyn. I don't know what's happening to Kyrie Irving. But it is your typical NBA blockbuster deal. Four teams, five draft picks, four draft swaps, and seven players. And only one matters, James Harden. Rest of it, nobody cares. Nobody cares. If James Harden, if and when he gets into shape, KD, James Harden is interesting. Championships, no, but it's interesting. I think we can officially uh, signal the end of the Kyrie Irving is a franchise guy. Kyrie Irving is a build-around guy. Those days are over. I don't want to waste any time talking about Kyrie. I'm not going to project or uh, I'm not going to guess. Who knows? His best friends don't know what he's doing. But Brooklyn, number one, Brooklyn had to make this move. Why? Because Kevin Durant can opt out in one year. Okay, after next year, he can opt out. He's not sticking around for crazy Kyrie and a bunch of, you know, bench guys. A number two, this also signaled that Brooklyn and KD now acknowledge we picked the wrong running mate. But again, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Kyrie. This is all about James Harden. James and Kevin Durant, two of the top seven, eight players in the league, maybe two of the top five or six. And uh, I think they're very, very interesting, and they'll be very good when he gets into shape. And he will. He'll get into shape. But what this really illustrates to me, the difference between LeBron James and Kevin Durant. For years, there was this inane argument, and it went on for like years. Kevin Durant's better than LeBron. Oh, that's so sad. No, no, forget forget because one guy can shoot a better jumper. No, 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 no. Kevin Durant couldn't make Kyrie Irving work for three weeks. LeBron made it work for three years. And that is the difference. In the NBA, let's just take stars, top 12, 15 players. There's only two groups of them. There's LeBron and Steph. Husbands, fathers, dads, men, selfless, smart, businessman, emotionally strong, intellectually strong, physically capable. LeBron and Steph, build your franchise around them. They're grownups. Give them the keys to the franchise. Then there's the other group, 10, 12 guys, super talented, unbelievably gifted. Some of the best players in the history of the game. Kevin Durant, Westbrook, Kyrie, you know, you know, those guys, Kawhi Leonard. Many of them unraveled in the bubble, couldn't take it as LeBron rose to the top of the league. That's what we have in this league. LeBron and Steph, give them the keys to the franchise, grownups. Other guys, they're just gifted. By the way, nothing wrong. Some guys don't want to be leaders. But this, this whole situation tells you Kevin Durant couldn't make this thing work for three weeks. The idea that Kevin Durant was ever LeBron, you know, there's more to basketball than shooting jumpers. There's defense, there's teamwork, there's passing, there's doing the interviews after the game. Uh, there's the face of the franchise responsibility. There's making trades work. There's elevating draft picks. There is, there is working with your coaching staff in your front office. LeBron and Steph can do that. And then it's just talented dudes. But Chris Broussard talked about KD yesterday. Talented? But what else? My opinion 
is that he let all the talk about, oh, they were cheap championships. There's an asterisk there. Anybody could have won those rings. And I was in that boat, too. I, I, I believe those. He was great, but, you know, that team was stacked without him. Uh, I think he let that get to him and want to go somewhere else where it was his team and prove that he could win rings on his own. Again, I think he'd deny it, but I think that's the case. And here's the thing, Colin. KD, as great as he is, he is not a leader. He's a follower. And he picked the wrong guy to follow. 99% of the stars in this league, they're just followers. LeBron and Steph, here's the keys. You'll get it done. I mean, Kawhi couldn't even create decent chemistry with that stacked roster. The chemistry went into the tank. And listen, it's, it's, you know, KD left the Warriors because he wasn't getting enough credit when they won. Now he goes to Brooklyn, and if they win with Kyrie and Harden, once again, he's not going to get all the credit. And now it's like a three-ring circus. But the difference is LeBron is playing chess. Everything is strategized. Everything is thought out. Every business move. Beats headsets, Lakers, Cavs, Heat, coaches, players, draft picks, free agents. Between Maverick Carter and Rich Paul and LeBron James, they are They are eight moves ahead of the league. LeBron is playing chess. KD and the other stars are just playing checkers. Just make an impulsive move to take a piece. Not really thought out. Not any great strategy. Just kind of bouncing around, moving around the league. Can I win this game? Can I take that checker? That's it. There is such a gap. And I know it's a cliche, but there's such a gap from what LeBron's doing and KD's doing. Stuff is so thought out and so smart. I mean, LeBron had this Anthony Davis deal. He had this thing done like two years ago. He had this thing wrapped up two years ago. And by the way, when LeBron went and got Anthony Davis, he's the perfect teammate. LeBron had it so thought out. Anthony Davis is quiet. Anthony Davis, LeBron doesn't like to protect the rim. He wants to get out in the fast break. What's Anthony Davis do? He's one of the great shot blockers of all time. He's one of the best defensive bigs of all time. LeBron, in the personality works. The game works. I mean, they, Joy and I talked about this. LeBron and AD, literally the first week, you're like, what? It's perfect. It's like they're brothers. They've been playing together for 20 years. Like, LeBron is just, he's in a different galaxy. He makes everything work. He won with David Blatt. He won with Eric Spolstra. He wins with Ty Lu. Now he wins with Frank Vogel. Katie couldn't make the Brooklyn thing work for three weeks. It's interesting. I've never taken my, I've never turned off a car chase ever. I watch them to the end and I'll watch Brooklyn to the end. Uh, yes, I know. One is the business of basketball, but you know, when you say you, you gave the city your all, that ain't true. And I'm about to say some things and keep in mind, I have G14 classification to say these things. Uh, you asked for Dwight Howard. We gave him to you. Didn't work out. You asked for Chris Paul. We gave him to you. We asked for some, you asked for some shooters. We gave it to you. We asked for Westbrook, your homeboy from Little League. We gave him to you. Didn't work out. And when you say I gave you everything, I say no, you didn't. Because the last five games when it comes to elimination, you're one in four. You've been shooting 41%, 24% from three, uh, 32, attis- uh, 32 assists and 27 turnovers. I used to be like James. I used to come home and complain, man, he didn't do it, and my father, rest in peace, Sergeant Philip Harris used to say, but what the hell did you do? He ain't do nothing. He ain't step up when, when he was supposed to step up. So 
you know, when you're the man and you make all the money, you make 30, 40 million a year, it's a big responsibility. Chuck has said this many times. When you're the man, you got a big responsibility, it's all on you. So when it comes time to show up, he ain't show up. So I know a lot of people in Houston, glad he's gone. So now he's he got his little super team. He got to win this year. If he don't win this year, it's a bust, period. COVID-19 believes in one thing and one thing only. Do right and kill everything. Bruv, I'm just a young black boy in Africa trying to do better than good enough. Fam, we are stuck in this fucking simulation of simulations. This simulated world of mutating mutations. We are fucked. And then an asshole walks up to me and asks me, Ayo Maui. What do you do? <laughs> I was like, bruv, bitch, you know what I do, right? You know what I do. I make the world laugh. That's what I do. I inform the world with ha-has and hee-hees. That's what I do. But I didn't say that, right? I thought about saying all of that, but what I actually told this little fucking slut was, oh, me? Uh, I work... At the gaff. That's where I work. Yeah. I work at the gaff. In this crazy ass world, bruv. I give a fuck. Okay? I give a fuck. But this hoe didn't hear that I said the gaff and not the gap. Right? She didn't catch that. So she was like, oh, wow. I heard Kanye is working with them. And I was like, yeah. The world is crazy, bruv. Everybody is on autopilot. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody is on autopilot. Nobody is thinking deep enough. Bruv, did y'all see what's happening in Uganda? Did y'all see what's going on over there, bruv? Fam, yo, yo, pray for Bobby Wine. Pray for Bobby Wine. They've got my dog on home arrest. So, bruv, pray for Bobby Wine. He's out there fighting for his people. Pray for Bobby Wine. He's out there fighting for real change in Africa. Pray for Bobby Wine. He's out there taking on a fucking dictator and his fucking army. So pray for Bobby Wine. All he's got is the people. He's putting his life on the line. Pray for Bobby Wine. What the fuck is going on in Uganda, bruv? Last week, they had their elections. And their fucking elections were the furthest thing from free and fair. Bruv, yo, fam. President Yoweri Museveni was declared the winner of his sixth consecutive presidential election on Saturday. And of course, my nigga Bobby Wan came out and said, nah, bruv, it's all cap. <laughs> nah, it's all cap, bruv. This whole fucking election was rigged. I won. Right? He knows it. My people know it. I know it. His fucking goons know it. Everybody knows it. I fucking won. Right? And then President, quote unquote, Museveni decided to put my nigga, Bobby Wine, under home arrest. 
He's got his fucking soldiers all over fucking Bobby Wine's crib. All over Bobby Wine's compound. Africa. We are fucked. Uganda, bruv, yo fam. Uganda's population is super young. Over 80% of Uganda's population is under the age of 35. Pray for Bobby Wine. He's fighting for real change, bruv. Pray for Bobby fucking Wine. Salute to my nigga Bobby Wine, bruv. We stand with you. Maui Mao stands with you. XO Royalty stands with you. And I'm pretty sure a lot of South Africans stand with you, bruv. Fam, the world is fucked. You know? The world is fucked. Legit. The world is fucking fucked. So buckle the fuck up, bruv. Because nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. Except for, you know. Except for. The Brooklyn Nets are now a fucking super team. Right? That's guaranteed. You feel me? That's guaranteed. You know, I, I watched James Harden's first game. You know, he, he got a fucking triple-double. I think he scored, what, 32 points. He had 14 assists. And I think 11 or 12 rebounds. Right? That's good. But I watched the fucking game, bro. Right? I watched the game. The Brooklyn Nets don't have defense. Okay? The fucking Orlando Magic were in the game for all four quarters. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right? They were in the game throughout the entire fucking game. Like, yo, fam, listen. Hey, inshallah. The Lakers have nothing to worry about. Right? I mean, bruv, people were all hyped over the fact that Kevin Durant scored 42 points. Right? Now, bruv, my counter to that is, yeah. He needed to score 42 points in order for the Brooklyn Nets to win. Because if he didn't do that, they were going to lose. So Kevin Durant needed to play throughout all four quarters and score 42 points. LeBron doesn't need to do that. You know why? You know why? They have other guys in the team that can score. They have other guys in the team. That can get into the fucking, you know, low double digits. Right? And they do have other guys that can go, you know, high up in the double digits. Legit. Montrez can give you fucking 20-25 on a good night. Dennis Schroeder can give you 20-25 on a good night. Right? Kyle Kuzma can give you fucking 15 or 20 on a good night. Alex Caruso can give you 10 to 15 on a good night. LeBron can give you 30 to 40 on a good night. Right? Anthony Davis can give you 40 to 50 on a good night. The Brooklyn Nets only have Kevin Durant pretty much. Listen, bro. Listen. The Lakers have nothing to worry about. They've got zero to worry about. Legit, bro. LeBron can afford to take a rest in the fourth quarter because Montrez is good. Dennis Schroeder is good. Right? AD is good. Bruh, even AD can afford to take a breather in the fourth quarter. 
Kevin Durant cannot afford to rest in that team. That team really needs him. You know why? You know why? Because that team is fucked. Right? Those motherfuckers gutted their team just to get James Harden. It's going to be a long year. Legit. Legit, bruv. Listen. Listen. I put it to you. Okay? When the Brooklyn Nets faces the Milwaukee Bucks or the fucking Celtics... Or Miami. Bruv, even Toronto to a lesser degree. Listen, they're going to have a long day. It's not going to be easy. Bruv, fam, the Orlando Magic gave the Brooklyn Nets a tough night. You feel me? James Harden had to score 32. Kevin Durant had to score 42. AD can afford to score 17 and chill. LeBron can afford to score 21 and just coast. You know why? The squad is good. The team is balanced. Buckle the fuck up, bruv. Buckle the fuck up. The world is fucking crazy. The NBA is wild, right? And COVID-19 is wilder. (laughs) It's fucking crazy, bruv. And fam, talking about the NBA... And COVID-19. Word on the street is. China's COVID-19 vaccine. Is far less effective. Than initially touted. Yeah. Right. Do you all remember Sinovac? That Chinese pharmaceutical company. That has a fucking COVID-19 vaccine. And they came out and said that. Their vaccine is 80% effective. Against COVID-19. Do you all remember that? Their fucking vaccine is called Coronavac. <laughs> Two on the nose. Do better. Do y'all remember that shit, bro? Huh? Fam, listen. They were testing this fucking vaccine in Brazil. And now Brazilian scientists came out and said, nah, like, this vaccine is not 80% effective. Mm-mm. Nah. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, this fucking vaccine is almost 30 percentage points lower than previously announced. It's around 50% effective. (laughs) Yeah, it's only 50% good, bruv. It's not 80. Nah, bruv, do the fucking recount. Right? Recount, bruv. Stop the count. Stop the count. But I digress. Legit, bruv. I mean, listen, fam, listen. 50%. It's still a fucking pass mark. Okay? If you get 50% in South Africa, listen there, you're passed. You're good. We keep you moving. Right? You qualify for the next grade. Legit, bro. 50% is a fucking pass mark. Right? Coronavax efficacy rate still meets the 50% threshold that the WHO considers good enough for widespread use. But listen, bruv, we are trying to do better than good enough. Legit, 50% is just not good enough. Legit, we are trying to do better. That number needs to go up. All facts, bruv. All facts. Do better. Right? Hence, scientists came out and said, listen, mm mm. A lack of fucking transparency 
from the Chinese about the data risks damaging the credibility of a vaccine Brazilians and others worldwide are already reluctant to take. And you know what, bruv? The fucking scientists are right. The number needs to go up. 50% is just not good enough. Right? 50% is just not good enough. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Pfizer's vaccine is out there killing geriatrics in Norway. <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, the world, <laughs> the world is fucked. Okay? The world is fucked. Legit, bro. Fam, I really don't know, bro. But all I know is that number needs to go up. It has to go up. Plain and fucking simple, bruv. 50% is not good enough. Okay, we are trying to do better than good enough, bruv. And dear China, why are y'all making all Asians look bad? Your math is off. Right? Your math is off, bruv. The whole world thinks highly of you when it comes to math. Right? The whole world thinks that all Asians are good with numbers. Yeah. The whole fucking world. And now China is making all Asians look bad. Bruv, if I was Asian right now, bruv, I would be fucking pissed. I was gonna be pissed, bruv. If I was Nigo, if I was fucking Nigoldenai from Bape, I was gonna be like, nah, 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 nah. Enough human-made shit, bruv. We gotta address this mathematics shit. Right? We gotta address this numbers made shit, bruv. The fuck is going on? Legit. Right? But, you know, on the other hand, Nigo blew a fucking fortune. Right? Once upon a time, Bape was valued at around $500 million and it got sold for around uh, two, $2 million. You know, so, you know, are Asians good? With numbers, are they? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Right? I really don't know, bruv. Listen, hey. I'm starting to doubt that Asians are good with numbers. Okay? Bruv, hey. We have Kanyimbao over here, bruv. Legit. South Africans are good with numbers. South African socialites who are out there bleaching their fucking skin do better math than Asians. Kanye Bao is out there doing the fucking... Yo, dude, she's doing the damn thing. She's out there breaking down fucking theorem of Pythagoras. Long division. She's out there dividing, multiplying, subtracting, doing all of that shit. Carrying the fucking one. <laughs> right? Rounding off to the nearest ten. Prof, yo, fam. Yo, Kanye Bao came out and said that... <laughs> she came out and said that... Our fucking liquor suppliers. Right? Right? Liquor companies. Booze companies. Have lost around 1,000% of their fucking profits. Because of the lockdowns. And you know what, bruv? Hey, listen. Hey, hey. She's right. Right? Her fucking math is perfect. Her math is flawless. Like her skin. Bruv. We all know how the world goes, right? 
White is always right. Black is always wrong. And now Kanyimbao is out there shining bright. She's white. Right? When I see her, I see the light. Oh my God. Legit, bruv. She's out the fucking bar thing in fucking Colgate and Aqua Fresh. Legit. She's out there looking like a set of teeth. Honestly, bruv. She went from Doc Dindy <laughs> to fucking Sia Colisi's wife. Rachel Colisi. <laughs> right? Right? Bruv. Hey. Hey. I saw some of y'all on fucking Twitter trying to poke holes in Kanyimbao's mathematics. And I was like, hey, leave Kanyimbao alone. She's a fucking genius. The world needs more geniuses, bruv. Legit. Is she a fucking socialite? Yeah. Is she dumb? Yeah. But she's a fucking genius. She's bright. <laughs> she's fucking bright. Hi, guys. It's me again. Um, things are getting serious. Every single day, I open my phone. I am receiving texts and messages from very close friends on losing their parents on losing siblings, on losing their spouses. This COVID situation is getting serious. And I think we are now at the peak where our numbers skyrocket daily. And yet I ask again, is it due to alcohol? Is it due to the alcohol industry? Not that it's banned. The numbers are still going up. In the most scariest way, Deaths per day are going up in the most scariest way. I did my math. For the past three alcohol bans, ever since this pandemic started, the alcohol industry has lost over a thousand percent of its profits. And if we put all of those profits together, it can actually come together to help the health industry. It could be put together to try and find a solution. Look. The vaccine is another topic, but that money could go into the research and the creation and also acquiring it to try and curb and fight this invisible enemy that we're all facing. I am still asking the question to the president, Mr. President, by banning alcohol and closing the industry, there are families that are suffering, families that are going to feel the pinch. Schools are supposed to open in about two weeks. How are these kids going back to school? How are they gonna pay for their cars, their mortgages, and their livelihoods? Are the numbers going up because of the alcohol? Or are numbers simply going up because people need to be responsible and take it upon themselves to ensure that we can fight this battle together by protecting one another, social distancing. Lasted how long? Nine years, 180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did. So. They didn't cancel you, you canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression uh, that I, I got canceled? You? Have I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. This is, a, is this still CNN? Down. Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do you know who I am? 
<laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 million viewers. Last okay. episode. Wait. Don't take like it so dance. bad. Well, that's a, that's a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens. <laughs> B-movie opens. Can we get opens. a resume in here for B -movie me? B-movie opens tomorrow. We'll be right back. My best world, as well, as well, as well, as well. A cornucopia of truth. Ma, 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 might as well, might as well, might as well, might as well. Let me get this out of the way. First, I am not supposed to be here today. Nope, I'm not. Bruv, I was supposed to be out there having fun. You feel me? I'm young, I'm black, and I'm free. I was supposed to be out there having fun, bruv. But here I am, right, in the fucking studio recording this fucking podcast. It is what it is. Right? I chose this fucking life. Right? Even though, even though in many ways, it chose me. I mean, bruv, yo, the fact that we were all carried for nine months is fucking crazy, bruv. Let's just be honest, bruv. You know? Like them. Yo, dude, we were all carried for nine months, once upon a time. Osama bin Laden was in somebody's womb for nine months. Life is fucking wild, bruv. Like, fam, if you sit down and think about life, what you'll find is that life is fucking crazy, bruv. You know? Life is fucking wild. We were all carried for nine months. It don't matter if you are beautiful. It don't matter if you're intelligent, if you are dumb, if you are ugly. Right? We were all carried for nine months. Rapists. Killers. Like, bruv, terrorists, everybody, once upon a time, once upon a time, everybody, <laughs> right? Every single person on this fucking planet was in somebody else's womb, once upon a time, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Life is fucking wild, bruv. Yo, fam, do you know what's funny? You know? The funniest thing on the planet right now is the fact that Iran and Cuba have teamed up for a COVID-19 vaccine trial. Yeah. They're working together now, bro. Hand in glove. You know, shoulder to shoulder. It is what it is, bro. They've formed a partnership, a relationship. It is what it is. You know? And uh, Cuba is, of course... Developing the fucking vaccine. The vaccine is called Soberana 02. Right? The Soberana 02 vaccine. And Soberana is Spanish for sovereign. Ugh. You know? Bruv, yo, sovereign. Really? You motherfuckers. Like, yo, y'all named your fucking vaccine sovereign. Sovereign 02. Hey, whoa, whoa, what happened to sovereign 01? What the fuck happened to that? 
Why are we on the fucking sequel already? What happened to the first movie, bruv? Huh? Motherfuckers are already producing the second. We ain't seen the first. You feel me? Soberana. Soberana 2. Bruv, that's too on the nose. Legit, bruv. We get it. You know, you guys want to be self-sufficient. You know, you guys don't want to rely on the West. We get it. You feel me? We get it. But, like, naming your fucking vaccine sovereign. I mean, that's like, yo. You know? You guys are fucking shoving it down our fucking throats. We get it. You know, we we get it. You guys want to be, you know, independent. It is what it is. Right? You guys are already independent. You guys have no choice but to be independent, bruv. The U.S. has been hitting y'all with sanction after sanction. It is what it is. Right? Soberana. You know? So, yeah, bruv. Iran and uh, Cuba have partnered up. You know? Oh, oh, we scared. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh, what a dangerous combination. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. Soberana 02. That's the name of their vaccine. What happened to the first? Nobody knows. You know? Nobody fucking knows. And talking about sequels and and prequels and, <laughs> you know? And movies and all that shit. Bruv, yo, what's, what's Bruce Willis doing? You know? I mean, fam, yo, last week, like... Our white heroes were just letting us down, you know? Chuck Norris let us down, and and of course, Bruce Willis let us down. I mean, Bruce Willis went to a fucking pharmacy without a face mask, right? And they asked him to leave. They kicked him out of the fucking pharmacy, bruv. He was out there walking around, right? With no face mask in sight. You know, I mean, bruv, hey, I mean, Bruce, come on, bro. I mean, Bruce, come on, bruv, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. I grew up watching your fucking movies, bro. You know, like, yo, dude, I used to fuck with you, bruv. Is Die Hard a fucking Christmas movie, yes or nah? You know, like, dude, I don't, I don't get it. You know, people that say Die Hard is a Christmas movie are fucking hacky. Those motherfuckers are hacks. You know? It is what it is, bruv. What the fuck is Bruce Willis doing? You know? They don't call me diehards for nothing. We get it, bro. You feel me, bruv? Like, yo, dude. Hey, you do know that your character on Die Hard is exactly that. A character. Right? That shit is not real. (laughs) You feel me? If you catch COVID-19 at your age, you are going to die easy. (laughs) Light work. Right? You are going to be a fucking walk in the park for COVID-19. Especially this new shit, bruv. This E484K. Bruv, what? Have you seen the fucking pixels on that shit? Huh? That shit is fucking OLED on a whole new level, bruv. 84K. Buckle the fuck up. That shit is super, mega, ultra high definition. If you catch that shit, if you catch that shit, bruv, listen, listen, you are going to go crazy, number one, right? And number two, you'll be coughing like crazy. And number three, number three, 
you are going to die sad and alone in a hospital. I see you. Right? With fucking tubes in your lungs. The chair, prof. Hey, Bruce. Buckle the fuck up. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. You know? <sighs> prof, I really... I really don't know. You know what I mean, bruv? I really don't fucking know, bruv. The world is on fire, bruv. You feel me? Did y'all see that fucking sinkhole in Italy? The Naples? At a fucking hospital? I mean, bruv, yo, we got sinkholes in Italy. We've got fucking planes taking off and disappearing in Indonesia. And the fucking Saudi king... You know, he was out there getting getting injected with the fucking vaccine. You know? Like, hey, dude, everything is happening all at once. The good, the bad, and the fucking ugly, bruv. You know? And fam, yo, yo, dude, let's just keep it a buck. Ever since 2021 started, bruv, yo, we haven't had any good news. So we've only been experiencing the fucking bad and ugly. That's it. Right? All day, every day, bad and ugly. Bad and ugly, bruv. Right? And of course, like last week, you know, women worldwide tried to uh, deliver some good, right? They tried. You know? Did y'all see the fucking bus it challenge? They tried. I mean, they tried. You know? Bus it. Bus it. I was like, you know, I don't know. You feel me, bruv? Like, dude, like, you know, the bussy challenge, you know, why? Why? Like, why? Why? You know? I saw people's daughters, people's moms, people's sisters, people's girlfriends, people's wives, you know, out there. What were they doing? Like, is that twerking? Like, what do they call that? You know? Like, oh, are they, are they riding a dick that doesn't exist? Like a non-existent dick or a fucking ghost dick? You know, what's, what's a fucking phantom dick? Like, well, what's going on? Right? All I saw was, was girls, you know, you know, uh, just fucking bouncing their asses on the floor. I, hey, I don't know what's going on, okay? I really don't know what the fuck is going on, bruv. I'm a child of the internet, but am I really? Am I really? Because I hate half of the shit that's on the internet. You know? Like, bruv, I'm so fucking glad that my queen is not an attention-seeking whore. You know? Let's just keep it a buck. Hey, listen, I'm not calling the girls who participated in the Bussy Challenge whores, but some of them were whores. Let's just be honest, bruv. I saw some girl, right? Some porn star girl. She was floating all over the place. She was fucking trending all over the place. Her fucking bussy challenge was wild. She was out there riding a dildo. I was like, why? What's going on? You know? And listen, bruv. A majority of the girls who participated were, of course, black girls. Because, you know, black girls have rhythm. And black girls can dance. You know? And black girls know how to move their hips. I saw a few white girls, but it it looked oof, it looked rough. Their fucking bussy challenges ooh, were real challenges. 
You know what I mean? Like, I saw a few white girls attempting the fucking bossy challenge, bro. Whoa, whoa. Hey, Megan, how about, how about stick to your fucking white privilege? How about that? Right? That's the only thing you know how to fucking do well. Right? Just do you. Right? Do your fucking white privilege and keep it moving. Stop trying to be black. Stop trying to fucking dance, bro. You know? Stop trying to pop it. You don't know how to pop it. You are not Mag the Stallion, a.k.a. Mag the Mare. Right? You are not that. Right? Life is fucking crazy, bro. But, you know, when I saw the fucking Bassa Challenge, I was like, ew. <laughs> Honestly, bro. I was like, yo, yo, what the fuck? Dude. And yo, yo, you know, the one thing that I, uh, that I learned or that I liked about the Buster Challenge is the fact that it exposed, right, um, that makeup is, yeah, indeed, the devil, right? Makeup is the fucking devil, bro. The Buster Challenge just proved that times a thousand trillion billion, bro, as if we needed more proof. Right? Dude, yo, some of the girls on the Busted Challenge, bro, yo, fam, yo, yo, they look rough. Okay? Legit. Yo, listen, bro, listen, listen. I'm not one of those people that, you know, judge people based on looks, right? I'm not, I don't care about, about all that shit, bro. I got a wife. Like, I don't really give a fuck about y'all, right? I don't give a fuck about these bitches. I really don't, right? I don't give a flying fuck about these bitches, bruv. But some of y'all look rough out there, bruv. What's going on? Bruv, I saw some chicks, bruv, and I was like, yikes. You know? I don't know. You feel me? I don't know. Legit, bruv. I don't know. Some of y'all look rough out there, bruv. But it is what it is. Fam, look. The Bassa Challenge is a challenge that is centered around contrast. Before and after type shit. Right? The Bassa Challenge videos um, got these girls posting how they look before they, you know, get their fucking cool on. You feel me? So, the first few seconds of the videos... Got these girls, you know, chilling at home, rocking their PJs, you know. Their hair's undone. They have no makeup. You feel me? And then the second half of the Bossy Challenge videos got these girls bossing it, right? They now look fly. They're rocking their tight dresses. They got makeup on. They got weaves, right? And then they start twerking on there, you know, and there's there's a song playing in the background. The song is a mix of Nelly's um, is getting hot in here or whatever the fuck. And some other song. I, I don't know that song, right? Called Buss It, I guess. And yeah, they start twerking and doing funny things on on their, um, you know, they're basically simulating sex. You know, they're basically simulating riding a dick. That's what they're doing. Right. That's what Buss It basically is. You know, bastard meaning bastard fucking pussy open. It is what it is. Listen, bruv. Hey, I, I, I have to explain this shit. 
I have to break it down because I have listeners in Germany that don't know all of this black shit. So I gotta break down this black shit, bruv. Why? Because I am Baba black shit. <laughs> okay? I'm fucking Baba black shit, bruv. Legit. <laughs> I'm black as fuck. Don't get it twisted, bruv. Don't get it twisted. I love my people, bruv. Okay, I love my people. I love our culture. I love everything that we do, bruv. We are the culture, okay? One, two, one, two. I'm here now. Yeah. Still, nigga. Still, nigga. Man, I'm black as fuck, man. I love my people. Watching images of my people getting sold for two figures. It still triggers me and my niggas to a point where we gotta grease palms, grab arms, and pull triggers. Skin all black raiders, these fools haters, but their kids raiders. So they raise wiggers, they love everything about our culture, but they hate the skin that came with us. So go figure. They raise wiggers, and I'm still nigger. They try to degrade us, I'm still nigger. They are hate made us. I'm still nigger. And they raise wiggers. Yes, we forget that. Huh? I'm still nigger. But don't get it twisted though. I'm a skilled nigger. These motherfuckers don't know how hunger feels, nigger. They got the itis. My touch been the Midas. So, might as well fight life like Leonidas. You're like all my niggas. I don't give a fuck about. Who's the darkest or the lightest? Let's try to find where the light is. These motherfuckers lie to us. We still nigger. Man, I've seen way too many slain niggas. We can't be comfortable in this bullshit lane, niggas. We might as well venture out. Get high on the sweet life like we brought the fucking cane with us. In a white boardroom, trying to sell the dreams and the pain in us. But I'm glad we us, my niggas. We still nigger. I'm glad we us, my niggas. We still nigger. I love us, my niggas. We still nigger. Unless we forget that I'm these white people, they raise wiggers. They love our style, man. They love our shit. They raise wiggers. Still, nigga. They raise wiggers. They raise wiggers. They raise wiggers. 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 Hey, sir. Your son is a wigger. 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 Hey, sir. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Your daughter is a Uyghur. <laughs> Uyghur with an R. <laughs> yeah. Uyghur. 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 I'm still nigga. It's a nice little freestyle, man. Your daughter is a Uyghur. Yeah, with a hard ER at the end. Mm -hmm. Yep. Your son is a wigger. 
And the fucking Basa Challenge proved that. We are the culture, bro. You feel me? The Basa Challenge proved that we are the culture, but also it proved that makeup is indeed the fucking devil. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Makeup is the fucking devil, bro. Legit. Like, yo, I, I saw some spooky shit. Legit. Life is crazy, bro. And I saw some dudes, you know, attempting the Basa Challenge. I mean... Guys, you know, guys, 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 my niggas, you know, you feel me, I, I, guys, ah, ah, man, ah, 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 oh, oh, man, yeah, I, man, I, man, let's try to be said wrong, man, guys, I saw dudes attempting the fucking Basa challenge. I mean, <laughs> why? Why? Like, dude, hey, why? 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 You guys are fucking embarrassing. Okay? I mean, listen, I get it. I get it. Right? You guys are young. You guys are having fun. You guys are having a good time. I get it. I get it. But, bro. Hey, hey, y'all are embarrassing. You're bro. You guys are fucking embarrassing, bro. Oh, okay, you're like, dude, hey, bro, why? I saw people's fathers attempting to do the fucking bossy challenge. Why? You know? Guys, no. 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 Listen, I don't agree. No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You see, bruv, that shit right there is not it. You know? What the fuck are we doing, bruv? Like, yo, fam, is everybody fluid in 2021? I think everybody's fluid. Legit, I think everybody, you know what I mean? Their fucking dicks get hard, like, you know, all willy-nilly. Don't matter if it's a girl, if it's a boy, if it's, you know? Everybody's fluid these days, Right? And listen, bro, listen, I have no problem with that. I got no problem with that. Right? But it gets weird, bro, when you see cats, right, that, that you've met, you know, during the bussy challenge. Like, it gets weird. It gets weird when you see cats that you used to respect. You know what I mean? During the fucking bussy challenge, it gets weird. It gets spooky. Right? It gets creepy. You be like, well, I didn't know that. A homeboy knows how to bust it, like, you know, and listen, bruv, nor should I know that, because I have no interest in that, but it's like, well, why is he busting it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is he, like, what is he doing? Yo, bruv, yo, dude, it's a whole new era out here, bruv. You feel me? It's a whole new era out here, Right? And listen, bruv, I love the fucking diversity, right? I love it, you know? We can't all be the same, you feel me? We can't all be thinking alike, you know? We need diversity. Diversity is important, you feel me? We need motherfuckers to dress up like gay bisons. We need that, right? We need Bruce Willis to pull up at a fucking pharmacy, 
without a face mask. We need that shit. Ma'am, what, what happened to you? I got maced. You got maced? Yeah. By, by the police. <laughs> and what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? <laughs> we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Thank you. <coughs> we need QAnon. You feel me? We need that shit. Good or bad, we need it. Right? Because it keeps the people going. It keeps the world exciting, bruv. You feel me, bruv? We need Chuck Norris to wild out. Right? We need Lori Harvey to fuck half of Hollywood. We need that shit. It's exciting. Right? It keeps the people going. It keeps the world going round and round. Round and round. Round and round. Legit, bruv. You know? We need that shit. Diversity is important because... Diversity kills groupthink. You know? Legit. Diversity slaughters groupthink. And that shit is important. You know? That shit is fucking important. So it is what it is, bruv. You know? If y'all niggas wanna bust it, you know what? Bust away. <laughs> okay? If y'all niggas wanna bust it, bust away, bruv. You know? I'm pretty sure those fucking lunatic sperm donors, the sperm kings in America, right? <laughs> the sperm kings of America. I'm pretty sure when they saw the Bassett Challenge, they were like, oh, whoa. Is the whole world jerking off? Damn. So, wow. Wow. Like, you know, sperm donation is going mainstream. Wow. Wow. Damn, this is so dope. Right? I'm gonna bust, you gonna bust, everybody is gonna bust it! Right? That's what they thought. You know? And then they clicked on the fucking hashtag, and then they learned that, nah. You know, girls are busting it. You know, girls are popping their pussies worldwide. It is what it is. Girls are twerking it worldwide. You know? Ain't nobody jerking off, sir. You are a weirdo. Right? You are the only person jerking off. Bruv, you have fathered 165 kids in your city. You know? Oof. That is gonna go bad very fast. Legit. Bruv, imagine fathering. <laughs> fathering over 50 kids in your block. That's just gonna go bad very fast. Okay? Because those kids are gonna meet one day. When they're grown and they're going to fuck with one another or with each other. And then they're going to have deformed kids. You know? Feel me? A.K.A. Down Syndrome. You know? They're going to have kids who are going to have a lot of problems. Feel me? That's going to go bad very fast. You know? The kids are going to be all handicapped like fucking King Tutankhamun. You know, because King Tutankhamun is a product of incest, you know, which is why he had, uh, he had problems. 
fucking kid was eight years old walking around with a fucking cane. You know? Life is crazy, bro. The Bosset Challenge, you know? Why? 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 You feel me? Bosset. Bosset. I don't know. I really don't know, bro. You feel me? I really don't fucking know. You know? All I know is that um, Twitter has uh, banned Donald Trump. You know? And where it is, Donald Trump is working on his own platform. Yo, fam, listen. You know, I saw Kerry Hilson wilding last week saying, Oh, look at what Twitter is doing. Look at what Big Tech is doing. They're banning Donald Trump. They're censoring Donald Trump. You know, freedom of speech is taking a hit. Listen, like what Kerry Hilson said last week is not wrong, right? But she needs to learn how to read the fucking room. You feel me? Freedom of speech is taking a lot of fucking hits. Like, yo, listen, I I think that by 2030, speech is not going to be this free, bruv. Legit. Speech is not going to be free by 2030. You know? Honestly, bruv. We are going to have to watch everything that we say by 2030. You know? And by the way. (laughs) Right? Word is by 2030, you know, we are not going to own anything. Yeah, we are not going to own our food. We are not going to own our fucking homes, our clothes. You know, we're not going to own anything. So, I don't know, bruv. You know, my name is Carrie. I'm so very, it is what it is. Okay? Freedom of speech is taking a hit. Right? Kerry Hilson just needs to learn how to read the fucking room. People don't fuck with Donald Trump, right? And also, Donald Trump's speech incited the fucking riots at Capitol Hill. Okay? Donald Trump's speech, Donald Trump's tweets are the ones that influenced those motherfuckers to storm the Capitol or to get escorted to the fucking Capitol. You know? So Carrie Hilson is not wrong. But also she needs to learn how to read the fucking room. Right? But bruv, who gaff? You know? Who gaff? Who gaff? Who gaff? Hey gaffer. Hey gaffer. Who gaff? Who gaff? Who gives a fuck? You know? They used to call my people Kaffas, hey Kaffas, hey Kaffas, but who gaff? You know? Who gaff? Who gaff? South R, bruv, you know? South fucking R. You know? Our president addressed us last week and he was talking about, oh, oh, we are working with Kovax. We know! We fucking know! Okay? Oh, COVID-19 is spreading fast. We know. We know, sir. We need to address gender-based violence. We know. We fucking know. Okay? As a matter of fact, you should be doing something. Not us. 
Legit, bro, you need to do something about it. You run the fucking country. You know? Legit. Girls, who run the country? Girls, legit. Bro, yo, we need female leaders. You know, I cannot wait until South Africa gets a fucking female president or a woman president. You know, because women hate the word female. Yeah, I don't know, man. Everything is just upside down, you know? Feel me? Like, everything is just upside fucking down. Honestly, bruv. We get it, Mr. President, you know? We get it. You know? South R is going through a lot. We are going through a lot. You know? Oh, we are going to get the vaccine soon. Oh. Which vaccine are we going to get? The Cuba vaccine, bruv. The Cuban vaccine. The Soberana. Whatever the fuck is called. The Sovereign. Sovereign Zero Two. Hmm? Because, bruv, we are in cahoots with Cuba. Right? Lest we forget that we have Cuban doctors helping us to fight fucking COVID-19 over here, bruv. Right? We've got Cuban doctors all over South Africa. Helping South African fucking doctors to fight COVID-19. You know, they're out there fighting COVID-19 in old car factories and shit. South Africa is just wild, man. You know, some of them are fighting COVID-19 in tents, right? Like, that's South A, that's South A. And bruv, last week I learned that the age of consent in South Africa is 16 years old. I didn't know this. Bruv, I've been alive. For 28 years. This year is going to be my 29th. Right? And I just learned that the age of consent in South Africa is 16 years old. Bruv, when I learned that, like, everything started to make sense. Okay? When I learned that the age of consent in South Africa is 16 years old. Think about that. 16 years old. So, bruv, if you are 50 years old. You can hook up with a 16-year-old. If you are fucking 65 years old, you can hook up with a fucking 16-year-old. That is insane. Okay? That's fucking crazy. You are eligible. (laughs) Right? (laughs) For a fucking sex position from 16 upwards. Think about that. Bruv, when I learned that everything started to make sense, everything in my country started to make sense, this is why this country is so fucking crazy, bruv. This is why this country is made up of fucking lunatics. The age of consent is 16 years old. Like, bruh. Huh? I mean, fam, yo, dude, I thought that the age of consent... Was 18 in South Africa. I thought it was 18. Legit. But bruv. I was wrong. Fam. I'm sick and tired of being wrong now. Legit bruv. I'm sick and tired of being wrong. I want to be right. (laughs) I want to be right. But who gaff? You know. Hey gaffer. Hey gaffer. Who gaff? Hey gaffer. Hey, Hey gaffer. Who gaff? You know, 
Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck, bruv. You feel me? Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. Okay, bruv? Nobody fucking cares over here, fam. Right? So, fam, when I learned that the age of consent is 16 years old, everything started to make sense. This is why our leaders are crazy. This is why parents are fucking crazy. This is why fathers are crazy. This is why men are crazy. This is why boys are fucking crazy. This is why girls are crazy. This is why women are fucking crazy over here, bruv. This is why everybody is so out of it. They've been fucking since yay high. Right? With old men. And that shit is legal. That shit is fucking legal. Young women have been fucking old dudes since yay high. And young boys have been fucking old women since yay high. And that shit is legal. So, bruv, if you are 16 years old in South Africa, you basically have the license, right, to go bus it. At a fucking country club. You have the right. Right? You have the right. If you're a boy. You have the right. Right? To go spread your fucking cum trails. Over the country club. You have the fucking right. To go crazy. You have the right to wild out. You have the right to impregnate somebody. And hey young girls. You guys have the right to get pregnant by some 40-year-old dude if you are 16. These people are children. Honestly, bruv, I don't give a fuck what the law says. 16-year-olds are kids, bruv. 16-year-olds? They are youngins. Bruv, do you know what the fuck I was doing when I was 16? I was out there playing fucking Need for Speed Most Wanted or some shit. I was out there playing FIFA. I was out there studying, bruv. 16-year-olds are kids, bruv. Legit. But if you are 16 in South Africa, right, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Nobody gives a fuck. Our leaders don't give a fuck, bruv. They really don't. They really don't. Right? And then our fucking president gets on live TV and talks about gender-based violence. Right? Bruv, our country is insane. But I know that you don't give a fuck. I know. I know that you don't gaff. Okay? Right? 16-year-old girls are out there gagging on dicks, right? <laughs> right? Right? They're out there choking on a dick. Right? And the fucking adults don't gaff. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Right? So, bruv, who gaff? Huh? Who gives a fuck? Who gaff? Big developments tonight involving two local men arrested during the crisis at the Capitol, both facing charges, including one federally. Our Charlie DeMar is live at the Dirksen Federal Building, and Charlie, no regrets for one Trump supporter.
Marie, David Fitzgerald was picked up on curfew violations in D.C. He spent a night locked up. He returned back to his home in Roselle today. He says he doesn't like what he saw in D.C., but he has no regrets. There's a curfew. You're under arrest. David Fitzgerald from suburban Roselle live streamed his day in D.C., even his arrest, booked for breaking the 6 p.m. curfew, and he was on federal property. Unfortunately, I got arrested. Like, okay, yeah, guilty of curfew violation. Okay, I'm a sinner, you know. Fitzgerald says he didn't go inside the Capitol, but he was a couple hundred feet away from the violent chaos. We could see the Capitol, and we're like, are people climbing that? And they were. I know what happened. I saw people in there. That's not good. We even heard so many people died. I'm like, what? Do you have any regrets about the whole thing? No. And why not? What would I regret? Brad Rixalis from Inverness also arrested in the siege of the Capitol. He now faces federal charges for storming the building. He even admitted to roaming the halls in an exclusive interview with CBS2. Were you inside the Capitol? Um, I was. It turned into to chaos. Tonight, Ruxalis was fired from his job as CEO of suburban-based tech company Cogencia. I had nothing to do with charging anybody or anything or any you know, any of that. I was, I was in a, the wrong place at the wrong time, and, I, and I, I regret my part in that. Prosecutors say nothing is off the table when it comes to elevating charges for those arrested. Upgrade my charges to whatever you want. I know what I did. I know what I didn't do. Police reports from Fitzgerald's arrest say that police asked him three times to leave the grounds and he did not. And that is when he was arrested. He pled not guilty. Reporting from Federal Plaza, Charlie DeMar, CBS 2 News. Marie. Charlie, thank you. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's, 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 it's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. Turn. It is you told me it was my turn. You
I mean, we already nine and three. Nobody can stop us. That's what I'm saying. I know, because look at this. Look, remember when I did this? Baby. Oh, <laughs> Come on, bro. You know LeBron. what it is. Hey, hey, wait till after practice. You see me practicing right now. Come James on, Harden went to the Nets today. Wait, James Harden went what? To the Mets? The Nets. The Mets? Look. James Harden went to the Nets? Yes. So it's James, Katie, and Kyrie? Yes. I'm 36. I'm 36. Why is it always everybody versus me? I'm not Thanos. Golly. Best stop throwing the ball. Man. I can't keep doing this, I'm tired. I just beat the Warriors. You know what, hey, put, put Kyrie on the phone. Call him. Give him the phone. Kyrie. Kyrie. You scared of me or something? Why you need James? Why you need James? Kyrie. I know you hear me. I know you, okay, that's fine. It's over. It's over, it don't even matter, it's over, get off my phone. Man, get off my phone, I'm telling you. Where y'all going? Practice not over. Get back on the court, we running two more hours. Full court. Act like, let's stop throwing the ball. Come on, run it. When we hear y'all niggas slick talk, we like, nah, wait. We don't tolerate heavy balls from a fly weight. Niggas say the game needs me, nah, wait. Godly, Yahweh, live from the tabernacle Niggas talking about war like I ain't grew up in a box of shrapnel All my bars go over your heads I spit pterodactyls Ungodly bars will burn your chapel If I hear a cackle I'm Ramos with every tackle I spit chain out and make it hard to paddle My shit COVID I push ballers to grab a saddle Bob Windrum, Nets Daily. Hi, welcome to Brooklyn, uh, James. How would you describe your conditioning level now at this point in the season? Great. <laughs> uh, James, uh, obviously everyone talks about the sacrifice that you three guys will have to make, and, and Sean Marks said yesterday you all said you want to do that. Uh, my question is kind of how much can you sacrifice and still be you know, a great player like you are. You've been the best scorer in the league. The ball's in your hands. If if you're not that guy as much now, are you still, you know, an elite great player like you are? <laughs> of course. When I saw you, when I, when I saw you, I knew you'd be the one. I knew you'd be before you, I almost ran. Then I met you, the heavens sang. Now you make my heart and my speakers bang. The boy won't sin. How lucky am I? How lucky am I, though? How lucky am I, though?
How lucky am I though? How lucky am I though to be here with you? Always you. How lucky am I though? How lucky am I though? How lucky am I though? Before you are almost friend Now you make my heart and my speakers bang How lucky am I though? How lucky am I though to be here with you? Always you. How lucky am I? How lucky am I though? How lucky.